Yo, yo, yo. Guess who's um, back? Back again. <laughs> I missed you guys, man. I missed you guys last week. too, man. And week before that as well. <laughs> That's for the record, right? That's for the record. The reason why we missed two weeks is because of Wally. Based on what? Because... When we were like, you know, literally getting ready to start recording, only like, oh yeah, I got, I got guests arriving. Oh yeah, uh, can we just delay? Like, uh, I yeah, yeah, I said that. Yeah, yeah. I, I said we got guests. Shit, yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna be five extra minutes. And you know, like I'm gonna make pancakes, and then within five minutes, I was like, I'm ready to record. And you went ghost for like an hour, and then you sent a picture of a dead pancake. So it's not on me. Don't don't do that. It's not on me. Look, guys, one Sorry, thing I'm starting to realize: our presence. <laughs> Is a present. <laughs> you gotta take it where you can. Come. What this means, though, I think I don't know. I don't think we should be doing like a, one of our classic three-hour, four-hour pods because those days were like crazy. But I think we've got a, a lot to run through. I think a lot's happened as well. Yeah. We had some some crazy interviews taking place with big artists. Yeah. That's a good point. And a lot of releases. Just this week alone, it's been about what. Eight releases? That's a lot. We're not looking for more than some quick reviews and 60 second It's going to be literally 10 second reviews, 10 <laughs> word reviews. I say I say we do a segment where we, where we do three albums in three words. We could do it. For some of them, we could definitely do that. So I'm down. I'm happy to do that as well. I think one of them is going to be absolute effing trash. <laughs> That's my three word segment. Anyway. Um, the hair just made an excellent stop, guys. I'm watching the Atletico Madrid versus United match in the background, so okay, I'm, okay. you have my full attention. But if I come out like over of a sudden, oh, oh, <gasps> you know why? Okay. <laughs> so with that See said, you not then, mate. With that said, <laughs> I am at Mr. Matty Lee on Twitter, at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee on Instagram. Holly. Uh, oh, Holly. No, no, you go, Manny. I feel like you're easy. I think Manny should go last because Manny does the, does the extra one as well. Okay, so. fair enough. Um, you can find me at OCCark underscore 10 on Twitter. Right now, I'm going to be tweeting about how Anton Griezmann is going to bag five goals. It's going to be glorious. But, um, yeah. Wow. That I was hoping that would trigger Matt, but it didn't. Yeah. It didn't because I didn't see any Anton Griezmann short. <laughs> anyway, come on, Manny, go. Yo, you can follow me, Emmanuel89E, uh, on the old Instagram. Cheeky, yeah, cheeky Instagram. Word on the street is I'm about to infiltrate one of these uh, mousy, mousy companies to get me, blah. About to let the Negroes in the house you get me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, cool. Blessings. How's everyone been, man? How's everyone been? I've been good, man. I've been really good, man. I've been really, yeah. really good. I just feel like something of all, you know. Sorry to, sorry to even interrupt this conversation. I, I think I think it actually is valid for the question you just asked me, right? But um, you asked how I've been. I just realised we haven't recorded since the war broke, have we? No, we haven't. And do you we know what, right? I have to say, although I'm feeling okay now, I'm feeling good now, I have to say, a couple of weeks back, I did feel like there's impending doom. Yeah, it does, it does have that feeling, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's, it's like, 
Yeah. I, I feel okay now. Like, I'm not saying everything's fine in the world because it's not, but it's like, I feel like I don't feel the weight of the war, even so it's still taking place because obviously it's not on my doorstep. And that's yeah. probably like not the thing that everyone wants to hear right now, but it's the truth. Yeah. I don't feel worried, shall we say. But um, a couple of weeks it's ago, not I thought to myself, escaped like, the back of your head, though. Yeah, but it's, that's, 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 that's very true. But it's like, I don't think to myself that England will go to war. I don't think America's yeah. going to go to war. I don't think someone's going to drop a nuclear bomb. Like, I know that yeah. Chernobyl was already in the Russian hands now and they haven't blown it up. So, yeah. so far, so good in that sense. But, yeah, so to answer your question, I feel in the right at the moment, but it hasn't always been that case. I feel like I want to ask a uh, question and I okay. feel like you're not obligated to answer. Okay. You are. okay. Careful what you ask right now. <laughs> yeah. So, do you understand why Putin is doing this? Yes, I do. Do you Does think it mean it's right? a valid reason? I think that I think that when you look at what he's done in the context of what other world leaders have done in the past, yeah, you you could say that what he's doing is not that crazy. Okay, does it give him a valid reason? I would say no because I don't ever think it's okay to just go and bomb people. Like, even soldiers, right? It's still people at the end of the day. So I'm never going to be for that. But at the same time, it's, there are similarities between what he's doing and the Cuban Missile Crisis, although that didn't erupt into war. But then you can also look at the fact that, you know, America did just go and take part of Cuba, the island of Cuba because they decided that it wasn't safe to have no military presence mm-hmm. there. You know what I mean? So um, there, there are... This isn't something that's never happened before in in, in the world in the, in reasonably modern society as well. So, um, yeah, that's the best I can ask that question without without siding with Putin because I'm not siding with him. But he's not just some sort of crazy warlord as people are trying to make him out to be. I think I think with me, I feel like <clears throat> Putin is what he's doing is terrible. Like. I feel as though attacking civilians, innocent people, is wrong completely. Absolutely. Like, no justification for it. I feel, obviously, we all know there's the black and brown element, like, which is different. Like, it would be, like, it wouldn't be reported as much as it is, mm-hmm. like, reported now if it was black massive, and brown people. Massive difference. But on, the same, on the flip side as well, you just have to, like wrong is wrong, and it has to anything that's wrong has to be called out. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Geopolitically, yeah. What Russia's saying, they've been saying for a long time, um, yeah. but they they should have handled it diplomatically and not taken this route. It's just bullshit. You know, you're absolutely right there. It, you always want these sort of things to be settled with talks, but it's a case of here. Uh, um, I don't think anyone was actually listening to them. And on top yeah. of that, I have to say, like, <clears throat> again, I, I, I fully understand as a <clears throat> as a um, someone living in the Western world, it's better for, for me if America is the country that comes up on top or wins or whatever, because in, this, in the world that I've grown up in, which may or may not actually work for me best, um, it's, it's westernised, it's capitalism, it's all that sort of stuff, right? So that is what I know. However, um, I have to say that when Libya was a thriving nation that was doing just fine, certain 
country did just go, or a few countries went in and just blew them to bits. And nobody gave mm. a fuck. So, mm. and completely destabilised it. So, um, it's food for thought. You know, you've got stuff that's happening in Yemen, in Somalia, um, America did a bombing raid in there over there last week. Um, you know, Saudi Arabia and Arab Emirates are just completely fucking up Yemen at the moment. Nobody cares. Syria had its yeah, madness. Palestine, bro. Palestine. If, why? Imagine if everyone did to um, the country that is opposing Palestine what they did to Russia. That will be resolved pretty quickly, I think. But it's never going to happen because the world does it, The world is not a fair place. And just, it doesn't make it right, but you, it's not a fair place. Sorry to shit, but just to give you back some numbers, apparently between 1945 to 2001, 81% of the wars started were by the US. Yep, that's correct. And they've had interventions in over 40 countries since World War Two. I think I read something as well that Russia has invaded, has been has been the the invader in less than ten occasions, not that, or less than twenty occasions in its whole existence. Mm. And yes. Russia's a very old country, so that's crazy. So basically, the reason why I asked that was because I was talking to someone the other day, and it's just like we keep watching news here on the western side. It will tell you one thing. Yeah. But if you look elsewhere, if you use Twitter. You'll see another story. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like the truth lies between those two. Yep. So, for as an example, when this whole thing was kicking off, I was watching BBC News, Sky News, I was checking waiters on Twitter, and I was also watching Russia Today. And yeah. Russia Today, they were taking the piss, I'm not going to lie. They were like, <laughs> they, had, they had a webcam feed here showing um, Kiev. And they're like, oh, yeah, yeah. look, so it looks like a normal day in Kiev. People are going about their, their day, uh, whatever. And I'm like, I don't know yeah. if that was a live picture or not, right? But what I did know was that that was some bullshit because that country was getting bombed up, right? But yeah. like Oli yeah. said, you have to find the truth somewhere in between all of this, what's going on. Because yeah. I've seen it before, for example, where I remember when, the, the, um, when Russia went and took Crimea back and... Um, they, the BBC were rolling some footage of um, Russian soldiers like encircling the Ukrainian soldiers at that time, so like years ago, right? And and it looked like a mad standoff, whatever. And then I saw the same footage on Russia Today, and literally what happened, like when that clip was like continued, was that the Ukrainian soldiers walked over to the Russian sol- soldiers, and they basically were just like calm. And I think the guy actually rolled up like a Russian flag or whatever just like say like look yeah I'm, I'm, I'm switching sides or whatever but that might have been coerced it, obviously these guys are probably shitting themselves at the time I don't know but it gives a completely different story to what I saw in the BBC News and when I saw that I was like wow that's actually so wild that they only cut the clip like that but then as a black man we've all seen the pictures of Mark Duggan which is obviously not on a global scale but when he had the yeah. um, when he's when they had a picture of him looking like a thug, because they clipped out the they cut out the um they cropped out the bottom part of the picture, which shows him holding the heart for his daughter that died. You know what I mean? So that sort of stuff, you can't you can't you can't ignore that. You know what I mean? But exactly. Yeah. So basically, what I was trying to do the other day was I was trying to um, broaden this person's horizons, right? I'm trying to explain 
what you're seeing on the news isn't entirely factual. But there's some resources that you can use to get like a better understanding of what's happening, why it's mm-hmm. happening, which may shape your opinion. And they were completely closed off. And I feel like uh, I don't know how to convey this. I'll circle back to it another time. All I have to say is that the propaganda is wild. Yeah. That's what I say. There's a lot of propaganda on both sides. Yeah. Feels, feels but at the same time, I do, I do understand why. Because if yeah. Russia wants to go and decide that they actually do want to... If they if Russia decide they want to, they're not going to stop at Ukraine and they're going to keep rolling forward, then the British people need to understand that it's it's go time basically. I think that's what that's what the media trying to set pace with. Yeah, and we're seeing that already with the volunteers that are coming out and doing the. Oh, that's one thing I've got to talk about. I've got to talk about. Sorry, I'm gonna let you talk, but. <laughs> Yeah, no, no, go. I'm just so saying. So they are encouraging people to go out there and fight, you know. Yeah. All right? Now, like, let's not even talk about the asylum seekers that are coming here from Ukraine because, like, the asylum seekers are asylum seekers, in my opinion, and everyone needs to be yeah. found at home. Okay, it's fine, right? Even so, we've shut our doors off to, to all the Assyrians, but, mm. okay. But they encourage people to go out there and fight, right? And what if the people go out there and, and decide they're not even going to fight for the Ukrainians? What if they decide they want to be on, on Putin's side? And now when people <laughs> going out to Syria, right, as, as 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 literally just volunteers, like, for charities, not even to go and pick up arms, you know, but just to, like, go and help the sick, like, medics, stuff like that, they, they were banned from coming back to the UK because they were just all seen blanket as terrorists. So if imagine you're a Syrian person that's... um come to England to live in England for 10 years, whatever, you see your mm. country that was at war and you thought you need to go back and support your people by delivering first aid. And then you can't now come back to England because now you're deemed a terrorist. That's wild. That's wild. Yeah, you're, you're ISIS now. That happened to Shamima Begum as well. Her one's a bit different because she did actually join yeah, ISIS. Her well. one's very different. But, but, but still, what happened at first wild, regardless, because... I think she was a kid, so more lean. She, she was a kid, one. and if she was radicalised, she was radicalised in this country. Yeah. So this country is a death service to her. But anyway, let's get to the music, because we could talk about this. This We could do a pod just on the war and, and the double standards of it. Yeah, let's, bar, see, so. let's see where it goes, man. Um, hopefully it doesn't go too far. Well, I, I just want to like move on with life and, and, and live life and, and grow old and, and if I'm lucky enough to have kids, have kids. I don't want to go to war. <laughs> I really it's, don't want to go to war. It's, it's been a mad state of affairs since New Year's Eve 2019. <laughs> yeah. 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 Ever since then, it's, it's been... I don't even anarchy. know what I did that New Year's Day, but I tell you what, if I could go back now, I would make sure I'd be doing the wildest shit, bro. The wildest yeah. shit. I'd be having the most fun. I'd have, I'd have just flown out to to Vegas or something for the years, knowing that I would never be able to go on holiday again oh, for the next two years. that would have been sick. That would have been so Absolutely. sick. <laughs> it's All, right. Yeah. All right. What's the first project of the week? Pick one. I think we should start with Ashensia. Mm-hmm. Okay, go on. Cool. Um, so Shensei has released her project called Alpha. Um, I think it's her debut project. It's her um, debut album, yeah. Debut album, sorry, not debut project. But debut album. Um, I don't know who she signed with. Uh, 
Interscope. She's on the Interscope, right? Mm-hmm. So, American label. And yeah. Um, my first impressions of listening to this, I was like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, I thought it wasn't, I thought it was okay. It wasn't great. It was just, okay, let me rephrase. I know what's wrong with this album for me. I listened back to some of her old songs and I felt as though in this album, her power was taken away. Like, when Shinsea, like, spits and rhymes, like, she puts a lot of oomph behind it, if that makes sense. Like, a lot of the tracks we got, for example, like Lick and stuff, they're all manufactured using the WAP, the WAP, WAP, for, what do we call it? The WAP formula, which is <laughs> two popular female artists. Oh, more often than not, Megan Thee Stallion singing extremely explicit lyrics, which is fine, but this is just the formula of it all. Um, with a big budget video of them like making out and gyrating on each other, which again is fine. Like you're not gonna hear any complaints from me. But when it's done, like after like the hundredth time, it becomes a bit the same. If that makes sense. Yeah. Like, can I, can I say something to you? Right? It's gonna probably reflect yeah. really badly on me, right? But the fact that the music videos don't excite me anymore kind of shows. Because, like, you know, you can watch the music videos on mute, innit? But yeah. even that doesn't excite me anymore because it's been done so many times. It's not like... <gasps> you know what I'm saying? It's not even outrageous anymore. It's just normal, like you said. Like, like she like she made a song, right, where she was just talking about someone, like, giving her the index finger. And that song was hard. Can you explain to me what the index finger is? The middle finger, you get me? No, your index in is a, next to your thumb. A, was it in, in the next to thumb? Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> On this episode oh, of Air Source, yeah. we're talking about the human anatomy. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so she made a song where she's talking about getting the index finger. And that song itself was a lot better than all the songs on this album. And that was one of her old ones. I felt the features from Beanie Man and Sean Paul were there to tick a, a checklist. Get some of that royalty on there, old school royalty. Tiger, you know what he's there for, sex songs only. And yeah, and some of the features were misplaced, like the 21 Savage feature. That was just kind of like, this ain't my 21. What, what are you doing now? Like, but I felt like that song banged. Really? <laughs> I don't know. It didn't bang for me. I'm sorry. Maybe because at that point I was probably like a bit annoyed with the whole song. But I think the, my favorite song was probably like egocentric, which didn't have any of the American production value on it. So that goes to show. Return back to old Sincere. That's what we need. So that's a long rant from me. Back to you guys. That's fair. Um, first of all, I like that album out on Apple Music and Music About. It's really cool. So, I was listening to this 
and I have many of the same thoughts as Manny. It felt very westernised. It, it it felt like a fraudster had made it. It didn't feel like any of her previous works. Um, and then something hit me. She's going to turn into Sean Paul. So I listened to it again as like just a blind listener, like I've never heard any of her stuff. And it's decent. Like if you take away what you know and you don't think it's going to have, you don't think it's going to be like a reggae dance or bachelor album or anything like that, and you just go in. I don't know what genre it fits under. I'm going to just put it under urban with... Urban. Or do you call it garage? Or, no, urban with island sounds, in air quotes. I'm going to put it under that category. Tropical, tropical urban. <laughs> yeah, but... Yeah, that's a good point. What category does it fit under? Yeah. I don't know. I, re- I really don't know. It's, and it, it, it just reminds me of Sean Paul and Trinity, where that album sort of felt the same. It was just like very... It's not pop, but it's like... It's something that's approachable to mm, like ninety percent of of people from different backgrounds. Like her diehard fans are going to be thoroughly disappointed because it's not what she's been hyping up her album to be, and it's not what she embarked on this quest for. But then there's some other stuff as well. So at the end of the album on the Apple Music edition, she's talking about her influences and stuff, and like her favorite artist is Whitney Houston. What? So, yeah. So that's me. That's her influence for this album. No, her, her favorite artist ever is Whitney Houston. Okay, but what was the influence? She said that you spoke about her influences. So oh, yeah, she, she was an influence. Like a lot of them old um, old singers in Whitney Houston's time. Okay, they were her influences. That doesn't reflect in this album at all. It doesn't, but it reflects in terms of the sound, whereby it's not, uh-huh. it's nothing dance or bashment. Uh-huh. Like, I, I feel like there's a, 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 you're a lack of you, identity. You're influencing Whitney Houston and come out of this shit. Please stop it. <laughs> I think I kind of feel like this is her crossing over, basically. Like, she doesn't obviously want to be known as just a dancehall artist. Do you know what I'm saying? She wants to be known as like a Rihanna. She wants like, to make. She wants to be, she be known as anything because what she write is like now is is a whole lot of nothing. I'm not being bad man when I say that she's a whole lot of nothing. You cannot tell me if you if you pretty much every song on this project, right? Anybody could have made it, and not. Anybody of any That's talent, the it could be That's anybody could have made it. Like, that, that is sad. As an artist, you should be trying to put your stamp on the music, and there is no Shensia stamp on this at all. Yeah, it, it lacks identity, for, it lacks soul. It, it didn't need to be a Caribbean girl either. It could have been Iggy Azalea. I'm yeah. Being, being funny yeah, no, honestly, I think, and, and I think it's sad, like, because I had high expectations for this album, but it's you're fair. right, there was no soul behind it it was I think the producer or whoever executive produced just didn't do like research essentially what she should have done is get with a Diplo or someone that's crossed over the person that produced one dance or something you know what I mean like or she should have just linked up with people in Jamaica she should I have think, reached out to current people. She should have reached out to... I think Russian produced people. one of the songs as well, actually. I, I, think, I think what's sad here is that she may be forgetting how this how this cycle goes, right? Because a lot of people do forget it. But Jamaica runs things. That's how it goes, right? So they start the trend 
and everyone else follows on. But she decided to go to the tail end instead and follow what's happening in America. So what now? She just started this album stride, in my opinion. But have you finished your review? Can I do mine now? Oh, no. I, I, I just want to say, like, um, she's going to become the female Sean Paul. And I think she's going to be excited That's sad. to do that. When you, when you relook at it, though, it's sad. And I'll tell you why, yeah. If that's your final statement, I'll tell you what sad part is. Like, if you listen to Sean Paul from back in the day, like back in the early 90s, when he was, he was big in Jamaica, he was never someone that was like... He always made good music. He's, he had hits on before he really broke up. But he was like, he was, no one would ever say to you that he was the biggest DJ in Jamaica. He was not the most, most poetic or the most um, entertaining or anything. Like, he, he was like, you had people like Mr. Vegas, you had Barty Killer, Beanie Man, all the men, right? They were all better than Sean Paul. What Sean Paul was, was white. So <laughs> he's easy to sell into white markets, right? Imagine having um, Barty Killer on, on, on top of the pops. Back in the day, that wouldn't really Never work. Fly. Would it? Just his voice alone. Exactly, and obviously his looks are too aggressive. That's the whole thing. Sean Paul stuff was always non-violent, or not. It was never highly violent, obviously. No, so, Sean Paul had some bangers though. I'm not, he had bang- I'm not saying he never had bangers, you know. Sean Paul had. I said he had what? hits from before. Wait, wait, wait. He... This is actually interesting. Name a banger, Manny. Like name one of the bangers. And um, what do you call temperature? This, this is this is what I'm talking about. This is temperature is the same. That's on the Trinity album, right? That we be burning. All of those songs were heavily westernized. They weren't his roots. That temperature, that beat for temperature, right, was a proper dance song we did at the time. That wasn't something I'm not going to say like, I'm anything proud about that song. It was his lyrics are what down though. That's fine. Yeah, but that's, that's what I'm saying. It was very, it was very dumbed down. Like, it just sounded like an American dance or beat. Yeah, but that's because by that point he had already um, crossed over. And proper, like, said, I'm not, I don't care about the, the music anymore, it's all about the money, right? But I didn't see the thing with Shansia, right? Or Shansia, whatever. Yeah. She is highly talented. Like, when you see her freestyle, for example, on Hot 97, she's going in at a level that you haven't heard a girl go in um, yeah. since probably like Nicki Minaj at her peak, right? And then at no point on this album did she go into any sort of pocket of her, with her rhymes. There was no. Single point, I was like, wow, she's 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 spitting. Never happened. Like, no point did she black out or, or come even close to that. She wasn't even yellowing out <laughs> at any point. Yeah, she was she was just like it was just dry writing. It was like, and again, I'm gonna say a bit a bit controversial here, but it's like it was like Cardi B rhymes, and I love Cardi B, but everyone knows that Cardi B is not some elite rapper, she's just a vibe. Cardi B is a whole vibe, right? We love Cardi for that. But even Cardi B, right? Like, Cardi B's album was amazing. It was. Like, it was put together really well. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, and the, the and one thing I will say about Cardi B is she's taken the time to construct... She took her time to construct the album. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it wasn't rushed. I felt like this effort was rushed, like... No soul, nothing like just it, like it was a decent project. Don't get me wrong. Like the songs will be playing on radio. Like there'll be remixes after remixes of some of these songs, but there was just things missing. You know. I think the difference is that Cardi B wasn't expecting anything impressive, so it's a shock. Nah, after so Bodak Yellow, after Bodak Yellow, we were expecting. Uh, I, I'm I'm only in that. I didn't. Bodak Yellow was basic. I didn't. Bodak Yellow was a basic song, and it was her literally copying Kodak 
blacks, um, Wamski, whatever. It took and, over the internet, though. Yeah, because yeah. it was like the female anthem, and then naturally, because they're always playing it, it's going to become like prominent in your mind, so you're going to start playing it. And obviously, when, you, when you're in a club and you hear it, like, and you see the girls get gassed, naturally you get gassed as well. What? I think it was, it was, um... Wait, say what's playing <laughs> no, like, I'm one time like, yes, no, but I was one time I was in the club, right? And it came on, and it was like, bare girls just dancing and getting bare hyped over it, innit? And that got me kind of hyped. I was like, yeah, yeah, like, uh, like you know, hype is infectious. Right? I, get, I get hyped for, for yeah. talking the hardest, doesn't it? That's what I get hyped for. Yeah, obviously, we do, but then that will get girls hyped as well, and done. Like, hype is infectious. Like, if everyone's like jumping up and, and getting gassed, you're not going to sit there and be like, I'm on E still. Yes, sure. Okay, so that was Oli speaking for yourself in that section, but <laughs> moving forward. <laughs> Manny said that's true, so I'm going to say it's too yeah. good oh, you're simple as well. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, wait, 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 wait. In Manny's defence, right, Manny loves City Girls as well. He loves City Girls, so. Oh, uh, yeah, I think City Girls yeah. Yeah, Wow, so. I don't think I've ever heard a City Girls song. What? Yeah, you Who's in Miami, you mean, though? Oh, oh, what do you Come on, bro. They love City Girls in Miami. Then I must have blacked out. Oh, could you have in that type? You probably it. just don't know the the song by its title, but sing a city girl hear, song. I don't have one lyric, the lyrics for it, but like if you think Turk, 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 this is one of those songs. A hot girl summer, that one. I've never heard hot girl summer. Uh, how does it go again? Isn't hot girl summer making salad? Yeah, no, and city girls, I think. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, anyway, if you haven't heard it, I'll send it to you later. But, yeah. Let, Wait, are you going to send them a video shaking your booty off your friends? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't finished going in yet on this album, because this album is... is I have to say, like... When you said that back, yeah? You know that video of um in, in Instagram and they take a look at people? What? <laughs> Oh my god, I think I know when you talk. Oh, you're a bad boy. What are send it to you, man. Yeah, I'll send it to you. I'll send it to you. Um, but yeah, no. I only have like the super. Oh my god. Only sounds like broadband trying to connect. Like, you gotta check your rear after after this kind of thing. But yeah, I, I just can't. I just can't make that album. Basically, that's what it is for me. I just, I just need some um, thank yous to be coming from yeah. from Shen, 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 yeah. If if Shen Coffee Yang. drops drops an album like this, I'm giving up on dance or dance or things. I say I'm over it. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm I'm pinning my hopes on Coffee to release a solid. She Cool. Let's see. Alright, cool. What do you guys rate it then? I'll rate it a three for me. Yeah, I, I'm giving it a three as well. How the hell this gets a three? I have no idea, but it's a two. I think I think because <laughs> okay, it's it, Yeah. It's not but it's not <laughs> it's, shit, it's not I'm shit. The only reason why it's not it's getting a average. one is because some of the beats are alright, but it's a two. It's yeah. like, like that's the other thing I want to say actually. The album should have been called um, Shensia Featured. So it should have yeah. been called. It's like, everything feature, feature, feature. How could she tell this? 
And the thing is, she didn't even get the big feature. Like, I was waiting for the Kanye feature. Is that, where's that? Like, because she was hanging around Kanye for the longest on two of his songs as well. You know what I'm saying? To be fair, to be fair, seven of the 14 tracks, if we exclude blessed seven of the 13 tracks, are all her. Nah. So it's just over it's half not, of the album. Not, term, a lot, a lot, a lot of features, mate. A lot, a lot of features. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait. Anyway, come. What was I going to say? Um. Uh, what do you rate it? Uh, so we've all said three. Me, Oli said, Oli said three. Matt said two. Cool. Sweet. Should we do some news? Uh, let's do one more review. Let's do Kanye West song one review, and we do some news. Because I think it. Will... I'm okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I, stick I like out. Like, I, like I couldn't like find the Kanye album. It oh, wasn't on Spotify for me. But you guys go ahead. It's not gonna be on Spotify, bro. It's on. It's on. It's on Stump Player. But anyway, oh. um, Ali, what you go first? Um, I didn't like it. It was trash. It just felt like yeah. he was just moaning about Kim. Um, I didn't want to hear that. It, it felt like a bunch of beats were left over, and he wanted to use this to go at Pete Davidson and Kim. Was that actually what the album was? Yeah, and the features were weak as well. I, and like, I don't know if the Soldier Boy track was the Soldier Boy track that was dropped off a of Donda, but if that was a track that was dropped off a of Donda, it shouldn't have really been dropped. It wasn't as bad as he made out. Like Soldier did yeah. decent. The better than going the track. Anyway, the album's trash. This, this is, is this is, this is what I'm really confused about, right? Because obviously, <laughs> Manny's very well aware of what I was saying because we spoke about this earlier earlier in the week. But um, I thought the album was decent. I think that wow. I find it easier listen than Donda. Not to say it's better. Wow. I, think Donda, I think Donda had more depth to it, but as a, like this one flowed better. You know I mean, it's like. It's like Donda was talking about a lot of deep shit, but some of it was like, fuck it, I'll make we move forward now. <laughs> I don't know if this is like, there's so many tracks as well. And then I just, yeah, I, I kind of lost interest in Donda, but with Donda 2, it's all for me easy listening. Yes, he was talking a bunch of shit at times as well, but I think a lot of that part is too. There was no um, amazing raps, but some of the beats were really good. And do you, yeah. do you have an ultra light beam level song on there? No, not even like nothing, nothing touching, but, but there was nothing touching that on Donda either. Mm. Yeah. What was the ultra light beam? Or, or like, no, nothing, not ultra light beam, but it was things that are close, like Heaven and Hell. Was saying, sick. There was nothing close to that, bro. Heaven nothing. and Hell was close. That was a oh. sick track, and Jail. I didn't and like Jail. Jail's all right, Jail's all right, but mainly for Jay Z's verse, though. Yeah, and ultra light beam sick for, for Chance's verse, so. No, but the whole track, I mean, the whole thing, start to finish. Kirk Franklin bit, and everything else is just amazing on that song. But yeah, anyway, it was, it was, it was. Was Ultra Light Beam? It is Kanye's song, yeah, it is. Yeah, it's from that the first track. Yeah. Wait, out of curiosity, what is Kanye West's best ever song? Best ever song? Yeah. All Falls Down. I was thinking all about all this. All of the lights in here, baby. No way. All the lights is a great song, but I can't even get it to Kanye because he's barely even on the song. Uh, that's why I said All Falls Down. All Falls Down is sick. No. 
Hey Mama, I think it's already. Hey Mama's sick, but Roses is better than Hey Mama. That's I can't so... answer this question right now because I need to. I need it's to a hard to question. It's a lot of good stuff. It's songs. a hard question. Mm. Ultralight Beam could be the best song for me. Yeah. So. But, and I'm also thinking like Good Life as well. That's a big That's a good tune as well. And you know, Same with Can't Tell Me Nothing. Yeah, and although although it's it's very much a poppy song, I really like Stronger as well. And Power was amazing. No one man. Oh, Power was power. crazy. That was crazy. That Heartless and the remix as well. Crazy. Heartless is sick. And then and then we can start thinking about the songs of Jay Z and on the um the phone. Watch the phone album. Like you know. See that album's interesting. I hated that album when I first listened to it. But the more I listen to it, the better it gets. It's like fine wine. So I don't really listen to it anymore, but I can say that when it came out, there was some bangers on it. And then you're like, Mercy. Again, that was a posty cut. Kanye's got so many of these posty cuts as well, right? But like, about six of rappers on it with him. And those yeah. songs are amazing as well. To be fair, Mercy was a good music track. That was on a cool summer, cool winter. C- Chris- Christian Dior, Dead and Flow, that's, a, that's one of them as well, isn't it? That was on Cool Summer Park. No, do you yeah. know what is a really good Kanye West song? White Dress. What, what point is, is that a deep cut? Huh? That must be a deep cut. What has it go? It's, um, it was a song for the man with the iron fist. Not a lot of people would have heard it, but if you like yeah. YouTube it or something, trust me, it's, it's an amazing track. I think that um, yeah, Kanye's at minus. And I think this album's not going to go down as one of his best. It's going to probably be just a little bit above. Um, okay, it's but for me, it'd be well above Jesus because I hate Jesus, but it's not Jesus anything that's Christ. amazing. But um, I feel like he's in Jesus mode again, and not like his other. Like he's in that dark place mode again, but he's not putting doing dark twisted fantasy music. If that makes sense. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so let's get let's, let's to get my score in. I give this album a three. What are you giving, Ollie? Two. So you feature say his album was better than? Wow. Kanye. Yeah. Hundred percent. That's, that's crazy to me because say his album was shit, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. And this is what's weird because I feel like now I'm defending Kanye, and you know I ain't got time for defending Kanye. <laughs> You've been uh, defending him barely, man. I'm not gonna lie. Well, what do you think of that's this a lovely segue. That's a lovely segue to the next topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kanye is crazy, man. And I don't mean to say crazy as in, as in he's mentally ill. I mean, he's crazy in that he's just doing some crazy shit. Because from time he's been saying, oh, I want my wife back, but my family back, whatever. But then he like he, he literally tweeted it out, and then like a couple of hours later, you see him at the ball game with some next woman, lips and up or whatever. You know, he ain't been lips yeah. in, you know, He was lips in public as well. He was doing that. And then, um, then he's playing about after it. Kim kissed Pete on Saturday Night Live. I don't know, but if you really that desperate for having your woman back, you wouldn't do that, would you? Yeah, but that was after she kissed someone else. So he was like, okay, like, I'm saying. the way of doing if, it is if, just if be you petty. want to get your wife back, right? Even if she does go kiss another man, you don't then go and kiss another woman, okay? Like, it's not how it works. It doesn't work that way. Maybe they've just been both being toxic and their toxicity okay, can draw them back together. Not working, is it? No, it's not. Apparently, as well, I was listening to Charlemagne's Don't Give the Day that he gave Kanye, and he said that he was in an argument with um, Kanye in November and stuff, and he found out the real reason 
why Kanye's pissed off. But then he didn't actually say it, but in the background of his Donkey of the Day, they were playing that song. You got a big ego. Basically insinuating that Kanye was annoyed because Pete Davidson is rumoured to have a big ego. I missed the last bit. He said it because Pete Davis did what, sorry? Rumoured to have a big ego. <laughs> That's jokes. Do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's kind of like, but that's what uh, like the, the he's famous for, isn't it? Like that's how he gets with all these bad bees. Like, look here. Let me, let me, let me, let's do, there's a couple of things you don't do in life, right? You, if you want to beef someone, right, you don't beef a, a, a martial artist or a boxer who can like, mm. just pluck you in. <laughs> you don't beef someone that's like, fully on grease that's going to just come and stab you up or shoot you. Yeah. And you don't beef a comedian because they will rinse you, bro. And, and especially if they've got a platform as well, like it's long. Because like really and truly, he could, he could, like he said in his messages, apparently that he's been stopping the other... Um, the other comedians on Saturday Night Live from Vince and Kanye because he doesn't want them to, he doesn't want to do that. But like, imagine if all of them started doing it. These are like some of the best comedians in America and they'd just be all them ripping Kanye for a whole episode. That would be really cold, man. It's coming. Cool. Don't get it. I think it's coming. I think so too. I can see it. I think, it, I think it's, they've held off, let him do, let him lose a bit of momentum and then they're going to go for him. Like, it's definitely coming. I can see it happening. And I think I you can just, see him putting hands on something. Like, I feel like everything um everything that is happening to Kanye at the moment, yeah, it's all being foreseen. I said it I said it from when they first got together. I said that they'll break up and that she's gonna have, like on in terms of the media at least, that she'll finish him. And um it's happening. I don't, I don't think Kanye can actually be finished because of the fact he's a creative genius. And I say this in the terms of, yes, he does make good music and people do like his fashion. So they're still going to listen to that sort of stuff. But he's, he's looking moist right now. Really moist. And it's not a good look. Yeah, it is not a good look. It's, but you know what? Once Kanye's done with Kim properly, I think... I think this all will die down. Like, it's not, it's really not that deep, all of this, if we really think about it. It's not that deep, but because of the people involved, it makes it way more interesting than it needs to be. Do you know what I mean? Like, if we actually take a step back from it. Mate, it's, mate, mate look, look. It's fully look, that deep. No, no. Really? Yeah. If it was like kids involved, it wouldn't be that deep. It doesn't matter who it is, like. It doesn't matter who it is. If it was you, Manny, if it was you, Ollie, if it was me, whoever it is here, if a man sends you a picture of himself in bed with your wife, right? Nah, uh, yeah, the, that the, is, wife that and is no fucking hilarious. For they're not wife and husband no more. They are still married. They're, they're still legally married. They're not legally separated. They're married. No, they're legally separated. They're divorced. Bro, they're not divorced yet. They're, bro, they are there's, divorced. There's different levels of it. And they're still married. They're legal. Bro, I'm going to find a link. Wait, they're wait, legally... Wait. They're done. Wait. They're not happening anymore. 
Right, let me let me go with this. I'm pretty sure, although although she has the what you call it a status of being a single or whatever, she's still married. That she's still officially married. Right. Especially if that person that sends you that pic, you've already been complaining about him to one of that person's closest friends about the size of his ego, and he sends you that. Your head is gonna blow. Yeah. Why do you need that reminder? Yeah. I feel but this is the like, thing now, right? Sorry, go on. No, no, go on, go on, go on. The thing for me, right? So, yeah, they are still married, by the way. But anyway... Um, no, as of the 3rd of March, they were the marriage was officially dissolved. They're done. Okay, I need to Google that. Can you send me that link, please? Um, although I'm laughing at Kanye in this whole situation with Pete Davidson, I actually hate the guy because it's, he did similar shit with Ariana Grande and Mac Miller. Mm. And, People say that's what pushed Mac Miller towards killing himself. And yeah. although I, I I miss Mac Miller very deeply because I loved his music, and he just seemed like a nice guy. That's I've never met him, but he seemed like a nice guy. Um, I would, uh, you never want to see someone die, so I don't want to see Kanye kill himself as well. But I do find it funny. I can't lie. <laughs> I can't lie. What I, I don't think it's funny. I think it's really I sad. I think it's hilarious. Both sides. Yeah. Like, there's, like there's, there's, first of all, those texts should never have been put out into the public eye if yeah. he was being genuine about what he's saying. So it he does seem like out. he's gaslighting him. He didn't put them out. He no, he gave them to out. someone knowing it would get put out. Yeah, well, he didn't put He out shouldn't have been pillow talking <laughs> like that. And then the other thing is, like, regardless of whatever... Of also, one second, one second, one second. You have to remember as well that... Um, Kanye has really been doing the most on, on social media... And therefore, yeah. he is. It's not completely unreasonable for Pete to say something on social media as well. He's actually kept quite quiet. That's 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 fair. Um, and I agree. I don't think what Kanye is doing is right either. I think that the three of them are just as bad as each other. If there is truth in Kim um, making him jump through hoops to see his kids, making security sit on him, that that's not nice. That's not nice for the kids. And if that's the reason why he's lashing out like this then it is the, the biggest thing is her. And this is, what, a third, fourth to force? Mm-hmm. I don't think the problem is Kanye. I think it's her. Look, it's a hard one because we don't see what's going on behind closed doors, isn't it? So Kanye may be right. He may be the victim, but he's definitely also a perpetuator as well in some of this stuff. It's just, that's why I'm like, I just don't, I think it's just messy, like, and it will get boring after all. I feel like it's already starting to get boring. It's affecting Kanye's quality of music. Like, it's... I, I wasn't really checking for Pete Davidson anyway. And, like, who's Kim without Rachel? No, Jacob. Like, it, it's just not that deep to me anyway. I feel like Kim's whole career is just piggybacking off people. To the point where she's now self-sustainable. That's the way it seems, anyway. Like, climbing her way up the ranks. Kim's told the whole female world that, look, if you're a female boss, you just got to get off your ass and work. Because, like her, she's been working. You get me? She's worked for them opportunities that she got. Definitely. Not because she's pretty. Well, not her, but her family has worked for it. 
let's not forget about well, the mama jar. Yeah, but I mean, I'm being sarcastic when I say this, by the way. Oh. Like, <laughs> she's definitely like got a lot of p- pretty privilege, if that makes sense. And yeah, and that's it, really. Like, I just, I just, I just, I'm just over it. I feel, I feel like I'm over it. But yeah, should we go into something positive? Um, did you guys listen to Kojo Radical? Who? <laughs> Radical. I don't know this person. Did you listen to the album Reasons to Smile? Yeah, by Koji Radical. I did, yeah. Excellent. It's Kojo Radical. What do you it's mean, Koji? Fucking Kojo Radical, bro. It's Why are Koji. you doing this? Why is wrong with you? What can't you read? <laughs> can't you read? <laughs> How's it? It's not, bro. Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? <laughs> bro, the guy's Ghanaian, yeah? It's Kojo yeah. Radical. What? It's not Koji. No. No, it's Koji. It's not Koji either. It's Koji. It's Koji Radical. No. Like. I don't know. Anyway, um, so what was I going to say? Yeah, did you listen to it? Yeah. Yes. Who wants to go first then? You go first. No, no, I went first the last one. I'll go first. Quadro, Adu, Genvi, and Poncha, also known as Koji Radical. What the hell did you just say? I what? said his full name. <laughs> <laughs> How do you say it, Manny? How do you say it? Um, is it Quadwoo? Quadru, Quadru, Adu, Jemfwa, Aponsa. Oh, so I got the first two right. The second, the second, second two. Anyway, um, this album was sick. It was really good. I don't have a single criticism. What What, what do you mean? Like, what did you like about it? Was it structured in a nice way for you or what? It was definitely structured well. The content yeah. was very good. Did you I like, your, like boy, was... your boy jumping on the song as well? One of your boys was there. Who? Your boy, yeah, you... No, no. Oh, yeah, Rich was on there as well. Matt's boy as well. Masego. Masego was on there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he was track four. Silk. Yeah. Yeah, listen, this album was sick, man. Like, the beats were really good. It takes a while for me to adjust to his voice and delivery. But as soon as Mm -hmm. I adjust to that, like, at first it's a bit harsh for me. But as soon as I adjust, like... Just hits the floor rolling, man. It's good. There's not. I'm trying to find a single track I didn't like, but there wasn't. There wasn't one. There wasn't one at all. I felt like there was a clever sample as well. I think it's on track nine or eight, where it's mm-hmm. like um, a sample from a horror film. It's like in the film with someone whistling. And I can't remember the name of the film, but it's like on the tip of my tongue. But um, yeah, I liked it. There was a few clever samples. 
Pusher Man was a big track. Beautiful was a big track. Gangster was a big track. It's just, it's, it's just good. Like, there's nothing negative I can say about it. I like it, like the content, the delivery, the way it was structured, the beats. It's just good. Great. I feel like, um, I feel like Koji has been threatening to do this for quite a while. I feel like if you see his other projects, he's made some really beautiful music before. But sometimes, I wouldn't even say, I'm thinking like the ones I've heard is like Dead Daisy, Opium. And Kashmir Tears, and obviously I've heard him on other people's projects as well, but I feel like um, he's always had this radical sort of sound, which is very different to what it appears. I think that he's always been an excellent wordsmith and had a very distinct way of delivering. Like Oli said, you have to get used to it, but I loved it from the first time I heard him on one of Vetch 3 2 songs way back. And it's just like, yeah, it's, I just, this is the album that I've always expected from him. So when it came out and it was this good, I wasn't surprised, even so he's not a very big artist. I like to yeah. talk about his, his his track performance. He came 11th, he almost came top 10. I think it was actually brilliant that he managed to do that because I wouldn't, it's not something that I would necessarily expect him to do, but it shows you yeah. that his talent is, is shining through. But, um, yeah, really, I want to say that as much as I love everything he's done in this album and how cohesive it sounds and how good the beats are and how it's different, you know, it doesn't sound the same as everything you hear. As yeah. much as all that's true, Retch V2, man, fucking hell, why is he like this? It's like he just loves going on other people's shit and just destroying them on their tracks. Yeah. Why does he do this? I don't get it. Retch V2 is just crazy, man. He is the GOAT rapper. The UK, I don't want anyone to send Tommy different. He's the best. Is he actually the best? Um... He's the best. It's not about him or Kano. He's, Kano's the mm. only one that can step to him. But I really think that when Rich 3 2 really gets in his bag with the with the wordplay, I don't yeah, think anyone's well. even close to him. I feel like if Bashi never stopped, play. he'd be up there as well. Yeah. Quite possibly, but he, you, you, you'd be making a really big like statement of things up there. Yeah, a big assumption. Yeah, but yeah, Vetch is crazy. The only album that I've, he's been on recently that um, he didn't blow everyone out the water was um, Dave's one. I think he was a bit. Well, I think Dave on. probably was 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 cottoned on to what was about to happen. <laughs> yeah, was like, he yeah, was just just, um, yeah. just doing like a tiny little section of a song? Yeah, a little bit of heap. Yeah, that was. Well, that, that was that was gets, 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 gets. Yeah. So no, it wasn't that one. On Dave's one, Dave's. What was the track on Dave's one? I don't think he was on Dave's album. I'm pretty sure he was. I so think he was, as well. Um, that's 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 proves that that proves my point. <laughs> Where is it? Dave's latest album. Is it? Maybe not. It was Get's album when he just like Dave was on the track, Gets was on the track. Yeah, that's little Bo Peep. Right. Yeah, and he just has okay. a he just has a hook. Oh, okay. Yeah, that that one right. was one example. But even then, like he had one job and he nailed it. Like the way he delivered the hook was excellent. Indeed, indeed. So you can, you can't Ooh. flag that against him. No, I can't because I need him to just destroy him. <laughs> Finish it. 
Paul, um, reasons to smile for me, man. Jeez, he was, he was, this was the immigrant story right here for me, man. Especially talking about, like, his mum is my mum. That's how I felt listening. <coughs> so you guys like half brothers or something? We, we might as well be, because everything that his mum was saying are things that my mum has said to me. Like, obviously I'm not a musician, but it's inspired me in my own way. Like, think like listening to his songs as well as you guys have already mentioned. They they are unique. They're not. It's not drill. It's not just pure rap. It's like jazz mixed mixed with like R like Afro beats R and B like just a nice mix. This is what I would have expected. Like a Shinsea sort of level, maybe not. She's not there yet. This is this is a level of craftsmanship that takes a, a couple years before you can get to it. Do you know what I mean? Like he's definitely someone that has studied his craft and has executed divinely. Like the only other person I can think of recently, by recently I'm talking like last few months, um, Little Sims. Like her album was amazing. In a, in a similar vein to this. I really love Little Sims, man. Yeah. Really and this is, that, this is that Little Sims vibe as well. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Them two make an amazing joint album. Oh, mate. Don't don't even put that out there. That would be <laughs> it would be much. something crazy, man. That would be too much. Um, Like, the features I also really enjoyed. Cash. Oh, Cash killed his feature on Born. That was such an amazing song. Again, another immigrant song talking about his experiences. You know Cash, isn't it? Cash Tastic. Have you heard Cash Tastic before? Yeah. Rings a bell. Yeah. So basically, Cash Tastic back in the day was like this um, rising star in in like the grime scene and stuff. Then he got deported back to Jamaica. Yep. And was He's been all over like social media recently with this with his story. Yeah, yeah, but he's back now, isn't he? Um, yep. And he's had a second opportunity to kind of like make it in the music um, music scene. But anyway, enough about him. Other songs, beautiful featuring Rich Two and Shaka again, banging song. Um, and Gangster, the last track was was a beautiful track as well. Be- Payback featured Nux, that's an anthem. I like Nux. Yeah, Nux is good as well. I like him too. Like this was a brilliant album, man. And this is my favorite album of the week for sure. Been that's a that's a worthy, a very worthy thing to say. Because I was not waiting. Yeah. I've some really good music this week actually, but I really think that. Koji Radical is definitely right up there. Yeah, best album for sure. Can I? Oh, sorry. What's your score? No. Um, my score is a four. Oli? Yeah, it's a four. Yeah, I agree. It's a four, this one. I think yeah. for it to be a five, I think it needed a, a little bit more. And I'll see the little bit more probably be in terms of production quality, although it was good. I think it could be tighter. 
Mm. And maybe like, and I think at that point, we start talking about stuff like Mix and Mastering as well. Um, but yeah, it was a very good project. And it, was Little Sims of uh, from Little Sims of the Five? Yeah, so, that's what I felt. Like. And I think that this is probably partly partly because Little Sims is probably a bit more experienced with, with some aspects of it, or maybe she just put together with some other people that could maybe help her deliver to the highest level. Because I always say, mm. right, that like even your greatest artists, like your, your the people that you know you say you put them in the room by themselves and they'll come back, come out of an album. Normally when they're making an album they are still surrounded by some other great musicians. So I don't know who yeah. Koji records with, so I don't want to put anyone down. But I'm just saying that sometimes you just need something a little bit extra to push you over the edge. And mm. you, you know what I mean? So I think even was it like um Dave's album, the guy who executive produced it was like is a legendary producer as well, Fraser T. Smith, a yeah, white guy. Yeah. Is like, and he just like helped push Dave. This is for Psychodrama. He helped push Dave over the edge in terms of just creating like masterpiece, pretty much. So yeah, you need that sometimes. Um, and I always talk about that. There are plenty of artists that are out there that that are capable of doing more than they do, but they just don't work with the right people. An example yeah. is about Three Two. I wish that he could just be go up that extra level that he's definitely capable of, of reaching still now. Look, um, I think, I think, I think he'll get there. It's not; it might not be this one as the five, but oh, Koji, he's, well, he's on, yeah, he's on. Oh yeah, I believe he can. He's definitely got him. He's he's got that star, that star ability yeah. in him. And I thought that's from the very first time I heard him rap. Although that wasn't his first rap, the first time I heard it, I was like, wow, this guy is incredible. So, yeah. Um, Oli, any final thoughts from you? No, I feel like you guys crushed it. I feel like we're, we're in sync on this one. No, we're not. Oh, on this one we are, but not today in general. Because no, no, guys... on this review. Okay, yeah. Because cool. you guys give me a chance to three is kind of wild still. Dude, but, but anyway, I'm 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 letting it go. I'm letting it go. I want to tell you guys about my about my ex- recent experiences with going to see shows. Okay, I've seen two in the past two weeks, I think. So we talk, yeah. So yeah, so I saw Dave, Santan Dave. How was and, that? And bro, at the O2, you know the guys. Look, yeah, I don't think people understand how mad that is. You know, like what we're all in our thirties now, right? Yeah. So. Let's just sack, let's just turn the clocks back five years, right. maybe ten. I think I think ten definitely, but five years maybe. Who, as a black UK artist, was doing the O2 either? At what age? Who? When what five what? years ago or ten years ago? What black UK artist? Lamar. Yeah. Lamar. O2 Arena. Mm. You're taking the piss. Lamar did the O2 Arena. I don't think he did O2 Arena. Let me check. JLS. <laughs> okay, JLS really did do it. So that's one. But they're obviously pop music. Nah, I don't think JLS ever did the O2 Arena. He's on Brighton. I, pretty, I wouldn't be surprised. JLS are big. So I wouldn't be surprised they did do it. Nah, I don't, I don't think they did. I think they did Brighton. They done like Croydon Fairfield Halls. I don't think they've ever done the year two arena. Well, they, okay, they juiced it, but they haven't done it before. Hmm. I think nothing comes to mind. Only okay, like boxers, so, like so, 
the yeah. boxers, yeah, right. not for musicians. But I think the first one yeah. to do it crypto codon and then like everyone else has been doing it since, right? And I think that just shows you like, how crazy it is. Like when you think it, Dave is like what twenty two years old, twenty three, so that, and he's doing right. the O2 Arena, and then all these legendary guys that come before him, and they haven't been able to do it. Like, so, for example, Gets, Gigs couldn't even do a show in the fucking nightclub. Every time we tried to do a show, they locked it off. Same yeah. thing happened to the um, so Sonic Crew. Kano would have been living through that as well, and Gets would have been living through it, all of them guys. And I know Dave always does um, say his thank yous and appreciates what they did to open doors for him. But it's Absolutely. great to see that these artists can do that now because when you sell out the O2 Arena two nights in a row like what Dave did, right, you are making some serious banker for that. And it's not about the money, but it's to show you how the levels that these guys have reached now that they can do this stuff but they weren't able to do it before. I did you know, yeah? Central Seagull will be able to do that soon as well. There you go. In a few let years, let his let his uh, core base grow grow up a bit. Be able to do that. What Craig David, he's on the other. Craig David is a pop artist, bro, and does he even identify as a pop? Yeah, and Lamar as well. <laughs> Lamar did do it. Mm. Wow, that's surprising. I didn't know he was that big. Did he set it out? Ah no, no. Actually, looking at it closer, it was the Jingle Bell Ball. So there was a bunch oh, of other yeah, acts there. Yeah. That's what yeah, Craig David was. Yeah, there Lamar was. I never, Lamar, I never thought Lamar was that big. Even when he's doing 50 50, like, nah. No, 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 no. 50 But yeah, so anyway, so I was just thought to myself, that's amazing. And then his, his, his whole thing was incredible. The set was incredible. There's so much pyrotechnics going on. He had some really good artists come out to support him. I know AJ Tracy was there. Um, everyone that was on in the fire with him was there. So Fredo, um, gets gigs and the other guy, what his name? Leaks. Fredo I said that first, but um, they must yeah, still get paid to to do that, right? What's it again? They must still get paid to for those appearances. Uh, I don't think they do, and I think that. For, I don't think they do get paid for it to come out. Like sometimes they get paid. You could be paid. You could right. pay them, but I don't think you normally do get paid for that sort of thing because I think what it is, especially like in this situation, maybe not so much with gets and gigs, but for the other two, it raises their profile more. Guys, 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 guys. So two things: do we count labyrinth? Because labyrinth has done it, and JLS yeah, have done I, it. I count labyrinth. Okay, uh, labyrinth and JLS have done it. Also, did you know that? JLS and Pop, they come through X Factor, Simon Carroll. I don't count them the same, but Labyrinth I do count because he come through by himself. He didn't. I don't think Labyrinth had a helping hand in getting to where he is today. He just has incredible talent. People love them. Fair, fair. Um, did you know that for every minute you go past at eleven o'clock curfew at the O2 Arena, you earn them ten grand? I did what? not know that. That's mad. That is mad. I'm thinking about it. Did he go? He didn't go past the curfew. He came at nine-ish and um, stopped before 11, I'm pretty sure. But he went straight. What's he the went curfew? Deep into, 11 he went deep into 10, like 10, 30, so I don't think he passed anything. No, it's 11. Curfew's 11. So he was at, going at 10, oh. 30 before he finished, I said. Uh. Um, but yeah, and also he, had, he brought out Stormzy at the end, and like as much as Dave is a superstar, Stormzy man, fucking hell, he just the crowd went crazy for him. 
I love Stormzy. I think that I think he does is incredible as well. Him, Stormzy, Dave, and Captain Conan. They're four artists that I really appreciate. Four artists that I really appreciate simply because of the fact that they come from the same place as me. So I know the hardships that they would have faced just growing up, and they overcome it thanks to their peers in some in some ways, but also just thanks to their tremendous talents and and they're just doing good. And also the fact that they they sew together and they support each other. I love to see that. So yeah, that was one. The other one was Masego. I saw him just this couple of days ago, and he was brilliant. The guy can sing. The guy can put on a show, and then he pulls out his saxophone. Like he'd be singing in the saxophone, singing in the saxophone. Then he's playing the piano and shit. It's like, yeah, man, that guy is multi talented. I love, I love live instrumentation in a way. And what that guy was doing was beautiful. Not quite as crazy as what Anderson Park was doing when I saw him. Yeah. But it was really good though, nonetheless. And also saying that after putting out that Dave can play the can play the he can play the piano we know already, but he can also play the guitar now. So that was really something too. So yeah, Dave's a seventh grade in the piano, isn't it? Yeah, and he told a story about how his mom gave paid like a whole paycheck for his first keyboard, and mm. and now look, it shows you sometimes you just have to invest in your kids, man. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, uh, yeah, it's true. But yeah, so I if I, I can, I can only say, you know, if you guys get the opportunity to go watch music live, it it is very different, and especially if the person that is performing is a serious artist. Um, we're gonna go watch Fifty Cent, man. That's gonna be. I've got artist. so many more artists left on my queue, bro. Let me tell you, what, let me tell you, what I've got lined up. Put up my ticket master app. <laughs> Man's got the master app. So I've got, I've got Storms that you come in. I've got Ashante and Trey songs. Ashante got... and Trey, uh, I don't want to see Trey songs. <laughs> and guest star and, and, and is Mario. Let me love you. Let me be the one to. Oh, so yeah, long as it's consensual, yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Why would it not be? That's what he's asking, anyway. And he got Snoop Dogg coming up, and I got Sabo as well. If you know about him, he's a big, he's great. I love, I love Sabo. And of course, we got Fifty Cent. Jeez, yeah, yeah, I'm coming to that. I'm coming. Go on to be lovely, jobler. But you're saying if you have a chance to watch artist live, especially if they're serious artists as well, you should definitely do it because sometimes, like with Tory Lanes, I know Masego as well. They would do like different little remixes for their for their music, and it's like it's really fresh. And it's a different vibe, and it's like one of one because he didn't release it on on any streaming. So you, that's the one time you have it. But I really think that these artists need to start releasing live albums now because the live vibe is just different and it's really good. Yeah. So what's the next project that we're with your? Um, it's my big one. Yeah, go on. Uh, let's see what's on the list. Okay, lucky day. Candy trip. Cool. Shall I go well, first? Yeah. I don't you listen to it. Did you listen to it, Ollie? Um, of what, sorry? Lucky Day, Candy Trip. I did. And that was my favourite album of the week. Okay, so oh. I need to say this straight off. Right? I was, I was, I was like, I was, what I, I would listen to music on my phone or my TV, sometimes in my car as well, because I don't drive as much these days as I used to. But, um, 
I was watching, I was listening to this on my TV, and you know when you got music on your TV, you got the big album cover on the TV screen. <laughs> <laughs> Manny, just Google the Google the album cover, please. Okay. Right, no. What was it? Lucky day. Lucky, yeah. lucky day candy chip. Let's Google it. I told you all you need to know. Candy drip. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. You see it, right? Yeah, with the eyes and that. What? It's what? But, look, look, album cover is Lucky Day covered in like honey or some oh, shit. Or some, oh, or some shit like that. It's just literally dripping off his face. And dripping. Shit, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm just like, what the fuck is this shit on my screen? And I find it really distracting when I try to listen to the album. But I was like, turn this shit off. I don't want to see this shit on my screen. So I, so I didn't listen to the album. And then today. I went on a little road trip, so I was like listening to it in the car. But I can't see the guy, the, the fucking honey dripping off the guy's belly, off the guy's chest, off the guy's chin. And um, what, what it's was really you good. When when you saw that image, though, <laughs> conflicted. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what I was feeling, Manny. But I have to tell you after after the after the after the podcast is finished recording because it's a bit naughty. Yeah, no, but. Matt was definitely dripping after. <laughs> he had his own candy drip. If you, I was inspired. I was inspired. Yeah. What can I say? Now, so basically, um, I just thought to myself, I love this project, but I also hate it. And let me explain why. <laughs> and I've got a good reason why. And if it make, and it might make sense, you might not. You see, when you have music, right? You know, yeah, you have like mm-hmm. music that is really meant to be listened to and really meant to be deep, so like you know, pay attention to it and whatever, right? You know. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes you have music that's like, um, it's mood music, so it's kind of like you put it on in the background and you really feel the vibes, but you're not really paying too much attention to what's being said. Yeah. Right. And this album is both of those things, and it's really confusing because of it. Because for I think for the first half of the album, for the most part, it's like you need to really listen to what you're saying, and it's really like detailed, and you want to hear everything, whatever. And then the second half is like less of that, right? And then because my expectation is that I want to be concentrating this to it properly and really absorbing it, and then at the end, it's kind of like not so much that it kind of makes me feel like, well, what did I really listen to? Whereas if it was just one or the other, I would have really appreciated all of it. But with that being said, there are some really good songs. I really liked NWA, Flo Duck. Good Body with Sweeney was decent as well. And what was the other one? Fucking Sounds? <laughs> that song was jokes, but oh, I really quite liked yeah. it. <laughs> it is exactly what you think it is as well. And obviously the, the title track, Candy Dripper, and the interlude as well were, were pretty good. But, um... I yeah. didn't add it into it. I thought it into it was alright. I won't. I won't. And, and the final track, Ego, was was decent as well. Saying that, but um, yeah. What did you think of that? So I think the last Lucky Day project we reviewed, it it was awful. I think it was. I think we both like none of us liked it. And Matt was saying, "Trust me, Lucky Day is good. Lucky Day is good." So I wasn't really looking forward to listening to this. And I played it in my car. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, my car displays album art. <laughs> 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 but 
This was really good, man. Right. What, the album or the actual songs? Or the video, the artwork. (laughs) (laughs) That's what Manny meant. No, like, vocally, he was really good. It wasn't Mm -hmm. amazing, but he was really good. Um, I felt like the beats were really good. It was just R&B that that I can just get on board with. It was just, it was nice and slow and it needed to be, there was a tiny bit of energy on a couple of tracks, but it was just nice, smooth music. Like, my butter smooth. It was, it was really good. I don't understand what Matt's criticisms are. He's talking well, but there's nothing bad about this album again. And I didn't think it was the thing I, said, I didn't think it was bad. You know, I said that it was confusing me <laughs> because at one minute it's really like detailed and a bit of what I mood music, but it was it was more of a frustration of how it was done rather than it being bad. You wanted to, to be in one it. camp, not dipping his toes in both. Kind of, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, but then I would argue that this is an album where you can listen to it whole or you can just take out the parts you want to and listen to those. I agree with that. It'll, it'll work perfect. It was, it was it's, it's a stroke of genius. Jeez, that's it's, high praise. It's 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 fulfilling two things that you'd want from this sort of music. And honestly, even if you want to just have it on as background music for its entirety, it'll still work as well. It was really good. Like it was relaxing me because where I was at the time when I was listening to it, there was like a police chase. There was helicopters above me. There was guys getting cuffed. I had this on and like. What I was seeing, yeah, <laughs> what I was seeing wasn't actually lining up with what I was hearing, but it was keeping me calm and relaxed because it was all happening in front of my car. Oh my God, I was I was at Costco, but it was like a madness there. I couldn't leave, but no, nah, I, I loved it, man. It's the only album that I listened to three times this week as well. Wow, high praise, high praise. My, my favorite album of the week. Oh, I had I didn't listen to it by the way. So, what would you guys rate it? It's a three for me. It's a four. Nice, nice. It's um a what is it for me? It's a nothing for me. I didn't listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we do Davies next, or you guys got something else you want to do? Oh yeah, you do Davies next. I haven't listened to Davies either. I I haven't listened to it. (laughs) Yeah, but because you keep mentioning the albums I haven't listened to. Okay, what what have you listened to, Manny? Let's go, Little Dirk. Seven. Let's let's listen to Little Dirk. I don't, I don't listen to Lil Durk. I, I said after his last album that we listened to, never listened to Lil Durk again. Nah, you you missed out. This was actually a decent. Oh, I, can't lie. It's, I think it's the first time I listened to Lil Durk album when I really really liked it. Yeah, so that's not just me being gassed, right? You was the same. Oh, you like Lil Durk. <laughs> His name is Lil Duck, not, not Lil, Little. <laughs> Lil Duck, yeah? Little Duck. Little Duck. <laughs> no, um, Lil Duck, yeah? I was sceptic. Uh, sorry. I was a bit of a sceptic towards this album. I thought it wasn't going to be um, as good as 
as good as um I don't know. I, I just didn't think it was gonna be good. But then going through the the actual album, like he was telling a story, he was touching things, talking about his actual grief, talking about like some of the situations he's been in. Like he had some crazy songs on there. There was what was that? Those lyrics for one that I was I was that had me cracking up. There was a tribute, I believe, to uh, Virgil as well. <laughs> did, did you did you hear that song, Matt? The what happened to Virgil with with Gunnar? Yeah, yeah, I did, I did, yeah. <laughs> that in a way wasn't that kind of like a funny tribute, even though it wasn't <laughs> really meant to be funny. It was like <laughs> not that. It was, I don't think they were. Oh my God, we're having the Virgil. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, just kind of like, what? It was just random, but it fit on the album. The differences was was a nice song as well. Um, what else? And it, it was the right mix of gangster lyrics as well. Like that kind of drill sound too. Um, yeah, I think I've said a whole bunch of nothing. But I enjoyed the differences. Um, I enjoyed the What Happened to Virgil song. Um, I feel like you're not confident in what you're saying. I don't get it. Like, you don't believe what you're saying. And Broadway girls, I just like that as well. No, I am confident. I really liked, I liked the album. Okay. It was a strong album. Uh, I'm going to just list out some songs for you. Petty 2. Okay. Petty what 2 with Future. Yeah. Grow Up, Keep It On Speaker. Mm-hmm. Differences. Piss Me Off. Those songs there, yeah. They're bangers. Oh, and Aha, uh-huh, I kind of like that as well. Yeah. Because, um, honestly, those tracks are bops. I think they'll add to my playlist. I, 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 I like, I always say, yeah, I really like Lil Duck as a guy. Um, kind of yeah. like what, what he's about. Like, I feel like I've all that um, all the whole the whole um, crew that came through at Chicago or my block at the time. Right, he's the only one that really reached that superstar status. Or he's the only one that did because Chief Keith is like legendary status, but he's not actually right. a superstar. Dirk is. Do you and, have a like theory as to why? Don't say second about, about offering up. Offering up sacrifices. No, 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 not like no. My theory for this is, I feel like he doesn't talk much, but he puts it all in his music. Yeah, but then you can also talk about stuff that he does do, like his actual actions. So, for example, even if you just look at one simple one, like the way this girl, like how him, how he proposed to her, all the stuff that they've gone through together. Right, I rate her and I rate him for that. Right. Like you don't really hear about Dirk. Like, okay, he's got bare baby mamas, but I don't think he stepped up on her. I'm, I'm going to be wrong. Yeah. Um, and then you have stuff like uh, the beefs he's been in. He's been, obviously, countless beefs. I remember the beef he had with the game or a Tiger, and then the game backed it. And then when him and the game were in the same club during that beef, he didn't back down. And I thought to myself, they're in LA, and he's doing this. I, I rate that a lot. And... Just like all the stuff that's come out after, even with stuff like with Six Nine, he didn't let he didn't let Six Nine draw him out because that he would have gone yeah. prison for that because obviously Six Nine's yeah. a rat. So like that's what I'm talking about. So I've always said that sort of stuff, but the music isn't always like connected to me. But with this project, I just 
it's just dope. I can't lie, it's dope. I've seen it at the record sales. Uh, I'm doing really well, and like, if I, it deserves it. <laughs> it's a really good project, it's really solid. And he didn't have that many features on this album either, really, when you think about it. Like, nah. Future, Gunner, and Summer Walker, and that was it. Yep. And, like, and, and that sounds, that's a lot, because for someone like him, it would be easier for him to just make it feature-packed. And then I would like yeah. it for that. Oh, the was... Deluxe definitely will be feature-packed, for sure. Probably. Probably. Yeah. And this whole back and forth between him and Youngboy is kind of crazy, you know, because yeah, you see when when Chip and um, Bugsy had their back and forth, when Bugsy's from Manchester and obviously Chip's from London, and then yeah. Bugsy drove down with his boys, they drove down to London and they arrived at like 3 a.m. or something like that and they shot a video outside Chip's estate or where he's grew up or whatever. Oh, and, yeah, yeah. And like, that was like this is one of the reasons why in in the UK you can't do certain things or be a certain way because it doesn't really matter where you're from, you're never that far away. Yeah, that's true. But this back and forth between Young Boy and 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 Lil Durk, I don't get it because they're literally thousands of miles apart. <laughs> like literally, like you have to get on a whole jet to get from Chicago to to wherever um, Young Boy is. I think it's Tennessee, right? It's a it's a but, war of fan bases, isn't it? But it's That's just, what it is. It's just like, why are they even beefing like that? Like, what did they even? How did they? When did they cross paths? I don't but get that's it. When, they, like, when they have crossed paths or members of their crews, it's blood has been spilled. No, because that wasn't even Young Boy and Duck's crews. That was somebody else's. I swear. No. When, when King um, Von passed away, it wasn't Young Boy's people that did it. It was Little Tim is under Young Boy. Okay. Okay. Do you know what I mean? And. It 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 go went like that. Like oh. so, blood has been spilt. That's long, man. Proper long. Yeah. But yeah, don't be some good music. I appreciate it. Yeah. What do you rate it? Eh? It's a three for me. But I say it a lot. I'm not being bad, man. I, 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 that that type of music isn't for me. Usually speaking. The yeah, odd, odd song that I like, but I wouldn't like a whole project sort of thing. But this one is a good project. I gave um, I gave Kojo Radical uh, four. This isn't Kojo Radical level, but no. I did definitely. It's better than Sensei's album. Yeah, it's better than Sensei's album for sure. And you gave that a three. I know, but here <laughs> we, we don't we don't do half points here, so <laughs> it's, a, it's a three. Okay, babe. Cool. <laughs> three and a half. I'll give you three and a half. Just a distance. <laughs> give you a bit of distance from the same player. Okay. Alright. Okay, but, um, oh yeah, I give it a three, give it something else. Um, what's the next project? Ali, what are you saying? You got any more yeah. in your list? Yeah, um, I listen to Davies. And I tried to listen to that Mooski guy, whatever his name is. <laughs> she's a runner, she's a track star. <laughs> I ran away from the album real fast. <laughs> Did you guys listen to Big Draco 3? No. Wow. Wow. Can we talk about Earth Gang? 
Oh shit! Yeah, we, re- we reviewed that last last week, no? Well, two weeks we ago. We didn't record last week. Oh, oh yeah. I still listen to it. So yeah, I'm down. That's it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Outside of Davey Earth Gang, the only other thing I listened to was Muski and Central C. Yeah. So I listened to Central C. Obviously Earth Gang as well, and Slaughterhouse. Or it's not really Slaughterhouse. Just King Cooking. And um, Joel Ortiz, and this to Dave East, How Did I Get Here, and Benny the Butcher's Tana Talk 4. So. so, I'll quickly do, I'll like speed through these reviews really fast. Yeah, let's speed through Dave East. Yeah. Dave East's funny, man. Like, I don't know what it is. Every album is consistently okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the thing is, like, they all sound the same. But... That's like, the sound, though, isn't it? Yeah, he has like one flow, one tempo, one BPM. He just puts it on a beat that sounds vaguely similar to whatever was on his last project, with the exception of Kyrie Chanel. That was sick. Anyway, Davies' project was decent. Um, if you like Davies, you're going to love this. If you're not a Davies fan, I'll probably give it a miss. Um, Mooski, I've got five tracks in, took the headset off. Don't keep going. Let me do my Davies review real quick. Right. I agree with what you said about the, um, if you're not a fan, don't listen to it because I, I love Davies and I really thought this was good. But it has to be pointed out, yeah, that this isn't a, an album. This is more like a, is it a mixtape or an EP? I think it's an EP. It's short, right? It's like eight yeah, tracks. Yeah, it's an EP. It's like, yeah, nine tracks. <clears throat> so, that has, to be point, that has to be pointed out. But then saying that, <laughs> I expect the same quality from everything, to be honest with you, unless it's literally someone rapping in with somebody else's beats. But it's the EP of him and one producer. Uh, I really like No Cocaine and Gregory Hines. They're just two of the best tracks that crash out. They're really good. They're a good three, three good tracks on that. I feel like Unbelievable was sick. I like that. And deep love. First track with Method Man. Yeah, yeah. Method Man's verse is really good in that as well. And John Lennon, that was good. Yeah. See, that's like half the album though, half the EP. Like, it was, it was a, it's a, for yeah, me, I liked it. He's, he's consistently but, good, but he never like goes past that. Like, okay, good. I, I don't know if he can. I'm, I don't think he's the best up ever, but I think he's got a certain bag that is a good bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. Uh, yeah. All right. Next Ooh, one. After Taxes as well, that was a sick track. Got to give him. Yeah, that's not six. Like, I'll tell you, like, the project bangs, but it's like, it's, no, it doesn't bang. Like, I get what you're saying, it's good, but it's not like, shit, it's all fire. Like, you know what I mean? So I get what you're saying. Do you know what? I take back what I said. If you're new to Dave East, you might actually like this. You can back at the track, track list. I think if you like New York crap, right? Not real Dave East, if you like New York crap, like not boom bap crap, but the, the newer sound, like that. A bit like the Chris, the Crisada sound, right? If you like that sort of sound, I think you like this project. Yeah, that's a fair comment. Something. Um, did anyone listen to Muski? No, really. don't bother. I, I didn't finish it. So that's a zero. <laughs> um, next one. But well, as you pointed out, though, that she is a runner. But she also is a track star. She couldn't star none of these tracks. <laughs> um, Central C twenty three. I liked it. Phenomenal. Okay, phenomenal. Strong. It was great. It was really good. Really, really good. 
Um, and his, his last album was, was good as well, so I'm never surprised. That's what I didn't get, because like, I swear this kid dropped an album last year, or the year before last. He did. That's like, so it. close, and the, and the quality, if anything, is slightly better. Yeah. I like the track where he I was like talking. the Euro song as well, when he brought all those like rappers from across Europe onto it. Yeah, that was it. I like the track where um, it's like a back and forth with him and his brother, talking about life on the road. I thought that was a really powerful and important yeah. track for the youth today to hear. Yeah. Mm. Um, really, really good album. Definitely worth listening. Really, really, really good. Um, Conway, did you listen to Conway? Yeah. He released two projects really close together. So I listened to God Don't Make Mistakes. Yeah. And I'll be honest, I can't really remember it. Mm-hmm. So hear this now, right? He he dropped a mixtape the week before, or the day before, something like that, right? So it's that I think the week before it was called Greetings Surfings. And I preferred the mixtape than the actual album. Oh wow. Um so if you get a chance to go back to this, um you should give that a listen. Um God don't make mistakes, I thought it was a good solid project. But I think that the Griselda guys I think Conway's the best one. Benny's really Benny's probably got the biggest buzz. Benny's but the best. One. I think, but I think Conway's actually the best artist. He, I think his projects are the most rounded, in my opinion. And um, yeah, greetings, things was incredible. God, don't make mistakes. It's good, but I get what you're saying that it, it can be it's forgotten because it sounds very similar to stuff he's made before. Yeah, and I feel like this is why I prefer Benny. He's not as oversaturated. Conway and Westside, they drop so many projects. They've, I swear they're all dropping at the same rate. Maybe you're not picking them all up, but they're all dropping at crazy rates. I swear Benny's dropping at least a third less than them. I don't think so. Because mm. he released like an EP like last year. Yeah, with um, Harry Ford. No, I think there's one other than that as well. Check I'm pretty sure we've done like six Conway albums so far. And we've done like two Benny the Butcher projects. So he has Benny's got Trust of Sopranos in 2021. He also got um, another edition of it, 83 Miami edition in 2021 as well, which is basically a different project. So, yeah, that's two albums last year plus one to this year. <clears throat> and let's see, it's quite recent. I feel like it's loading so long because he's dropped so much stuff. Conway's got two this year and one last year and two in 2020, so it's about the same rate. Interesting. Okay, maybe, it's, all, maybe it's all released so quickly. Maybe it's West who's dropping the most in. I know one of them is like really dropping a lot of stuff. I'm going to probably say no to that, but let's see. All right. Westside does the it? same thing, two in twenty twenty one and three in twenty twenty. And he hasn't done anything in twenty twenty two. Oh fair enough. So on average I've done five each over yep. three years. Um but yeah, bring the butcher, did you listen to up? Turn us up for did you listen to up, Benny? I think I did, actually. I thought yeah, I think I did, because Conway released this week, right? And yeah. Benny wrote right. the week before. Yeah, I right. did listen to Benny's this week and other and Connie was the week before. Why did he do this? 
They didn't even give each other's um, arms a, a, a couple of weeks to breathe. It's like back to Are back. Are you to sure? Because I'm pretty sure it was Conway this week and Benny last week. I didn't even know Benny dropped. Can I talk for? I'm confused. Oh, have they dropped at the same time? They haven't dropped at the same time. Ever. It, that town top four dropped on the 10th of March, so that is Friday just gone. Oh, apologies. Right, so go on, go on. What are you saying about it? No, I don't think I listened to Benny's watch, you know. I listened to Conway. Okay. What did you think about that then? I thought it was a decent album, to be honest. Um, yeah. It was it was solid raps. Um, Good production. I like the TI feature as well. Um, yeah, that's definitely Conway. That was on there. That was a top feature. Like good production, like it was like he was talking personal shit that's happened to him. Um, I like the song with Jill Scott as well, um, Chanel Pearls, I think it's called. Um, like it was just a solid album all the way through, to be honest. Um, I would say it's a free star for me on this one. Did you listen to King Von's album? No. Okay, I'm not gonna. I don't want to talk about the dead, and I don't really know his music before he died either. So I'm not to compare it to. But I do have it. I do find it odd when music is released for someone that's passed away, and yeah. like, a lot of the lyrics are talking about how he's not going to pass away, yeah, or, or how he's not going to do this, or, or how he's going to do his up stuff like that. I know that again. I know his music was quite violent, but it, it's just like talk about oh, I'm not going to die by a pussy nigga, whatever. But like, you know, that's kind of what happened, no? Oh, fuck you, man. Yeah, but then I guess maybe you could say the same thing about Nipsey Hussle. That's sad to say. But it's like, you know, he kind of did get taken up by some, by some dicker, didn't it? But, you know. Anyway. Yeah. Did anyone listen to the Baby and Young Boys album? I didn't. God, I no. Can't. God, no. I, can't. Yeah. I, I I can listen to the baby's music, but young boy, I can't, man. Yeah, that's, I might have to that's give a that a play. Well, I, haven't, I haven't listened to it yet, but I'll give it a play. I think that's a strategic move. Like, the baby probably knows young boy's got a big fan base, and it's like, oh, uh, yeah, I want, I want to lick some of that fan base. And yeah, there's another know. thing as well, right, with the baby is that he's obviously him making us the, um, the project with. With young boy, means that he's uh, now essentially in a state of beef with with Lil Durk's cap, and Maybe. I just don't like how this stuff could play out because these guys are all getting booked onto the same festivals and stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's just gonna it becomes like a whole war zone in the in the back, in the back, like, it's like behind the scenes. It's like Lil Baby has his reputation anyway. The baby, not Lil Baby, but yeah. Oh, sorry, the baby he has his own reputation. Yeah, but it, all the, I think I think nowadays it's it's basically impossible to be a rapper now without having some other being fully gang or having a really big um, security force or you security forces, not team security force. Yeah, to the point where it makes you broke. Oh. Do you see he's finally broke? Um, probably. You didn't see that? <laughs> yeah, I did. What happened though? 
Hello? Hello? Yeah, I was saying, did you see the report of 6 9 being broke? No, what? Yeah, apparently. Like, he's what being, sued for, being sued for something, and now he's saying that he's got barely enough um, food to eat. He gets, like, two grand a month. <laughs> Good. Yeah, so, I thought that would make you happy. That'll make you happy, but all right, cool. Um, I think that's it for this week, no? I think so too. See, big up um, the pod for coming back, <laughs> of course, of course. It's always a pleasure, man. Um, I mean, not you, we actually wrote through a lot of podcasts this week, so if you didn't get the full details, if you want to find out more information, you could, of course, just listen to the music. Or you can yeah. reach out to us. <laughs> still didn't talk right. about Earthgang. Oh shit, we didn't. But still we something. can do it next week. I feel like it deserves an actual proper review. I agree. Yeah, it, it, it was a solid project. Let's see that one next week. All right, cool. Um, you can follow me, Emmanuel890, uh, on Twitter. Um, one Man United. Um, Matt. <laughs> um. On Twitter, I'm at Mr. Matty Lee. On Instagram, at Mr. Underscore Matty Lee. Um, yeah. Honestly, I feel a bit flat right now because of the f- football result, but it is what it is. Oli. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can find me at, on Twitter at OCClark underscore 10. One. <laughs> <laughs> Man United. Yeah. It's a Peace. This made it to the last 16, though. Pick up themselves. I didn't see Arsenal the Champions League in your Wait, wait, wait. Before we cut it, by the way, yeah. Euphoria breakdown. We've got to do a Euphoria oh. breakdown. Oh. oh, my God. Come on. Before we get, get depressed, come on. Uh, this is, if you guys haven't seen Euphoria, you can cut off now. Like, if you have good stay with us. Ollie's now caught up. Ashtray is all I have to say. That's why we didn't record that there as well, because I was finishing off the finale so that we could talk about it. Anyway, Ashtray, that was sad. That was tragic. I'm hoping that he didn't actually get shot in the head. I'm what? hoping. It was off screen. I'm hoping he didn't actually get shot in the head. So you can still be in the show. I don't, I don't know what he's going to do, but I'm hoping he's still alive, man. Do you think he's alive, Matt? No. I think if he's still alive, I think it's a bit shit. Considering yeah. the fact that he did actually shoot shoot one of the officers. With the shot he... he if he didn't shoot one of the officers, then it'd be different. No, but Astro, he, he, got, he got Swiss cheese for sure. I think... It, but again, this is why Ashtray is not a simp. I need a show with Tariq and Ashtray taking over Colombia. That's what. That's what <laughs> I feel like it would be really funny if he did that. Like for like a, you know, um, in England we have like uh, what's it called? Comic what's relief. Co- comic relief. Yeah. So literally yeah. thinking about that, right? And how we do that, the, the little mock-up shows through it, right? So imagine yeah, you did that in America where they had Tariq and Ashtray doing that. That would be fucking hilarious, man. 
And it should be like a three-parter as well. I want to know oh, what's going to happen to um, Fezco. Well, if if Astra is dead, then I think Fezco will be in the clear. Except for the drugs, I guess. But I don't know how much he had in his house. But, yeah. Uh, yeah, because he could make it say, well, it wasn't me and Astra did it. So he also can't then pin the mouse murder on him, even though yeah. the mouse murder was Astro as well. That was his problem, man. He didn't think things through. He was just uh, always Astro rage. Was a, was a um, how can I destroy this person with my rage? My little gondola! He's so young, isn't it? You saw the episode where they showed his life, innit? The guy had a hard luck life. Yeah, yeah. he has just a hard luck for us. They're, they're yeah, they're mad, sad, mad sad. Bro, the, the actual the actual theater production was fucking amazing though. Come on, the girl deserves. Oh, that was hilarious. That was hilarious. Uh, I felt sad for her when oh, the man. sister ran up on stage. Like, oh, like, oh no, Bro, no. But yeah. but but the bit what was killing me yet is that when this like after that happened and they're like restarting the show and the next scene was like. Oh, I just like riding cucks. <laughs> I love riding dick. And the girls on the horse going up and down. I'm like, how are you going to do that with a girl there? And then Cassie jacked off the horse. I'm like, oh my God. That was really? like, whoever thought of even doing that is like, deserves a rise. A, a, rate, a, rise? <laughs> a pay rise, yeah, because like, yeah, that was hilarious. I was literally just in my room busting up watching that scene because. Genius, it's proper genius. The one thing I did like though was um, the whole arc with Nate's dad and how that came like an abrupt end over the course of two episodes. That felt like it could have been dragged into the next season and fleshed out a bit more. I think I feel like you've been dragging for two seasons already, yeah. Because he had the whole thing with um, the girl, Jules, Jules and yeah. then this season he was coming to his acceptance phase of his situation. Like, Yes, yeah, what I'm saying. So that there was a slow transition towards that, right? And with the whole thing with Nate and him being like, he wants him to be better than him, but no one really knows who Nate is in his house. And then all of a sudden he goes out one day, gets drunk, He's on the floor. In the next episode, he gets arrested. Oh no! It just felt Nothing like is. I feel like he was on the floor for a while. Is Nate gay as well? Nate doesn't know what he is. Though. I think that's why he, he hates his dad so much. Because his dad made him that way. Because if you remember Nate's backstory, it, it, he only went weird after he found them CDs in his dad's drawer. Mm. Yeah. And I think that's why he developed defense. I think that's why he was resents him because he basically messed him up. Indeed, indeed, I think that's correct. Mm. I'll say this though, right? I feel like considering how some of the episodes this season especially be so amazing cinematically, I don't think the finale was so much. I think that was more about the story than the cinematics. Would you agree? Yeah. yeah. Although the scene with Fesco and Ashtray was kind of quite cinematic. That was so cinematic. I was I was off my seat and jumping up and down. <laughs> I was like, no, but, but for real though, right? Like I just don't get it, right? Like he, he did what he did, 
Fezco remains so calm. I was like, okay, it's cool. The police are going to come. We're going to sort this shit out and calm it, right? And Ashtray's like, you know what? I'm now going to war. <laughs> He's like, I'm getting it. Not only did he get all the guns out and everything, he had the shotty and the machine gun, everything, right? Guy went and got in the bathtub as well, so that he has some protection from some of the bullets. He was. That was the guy calm. is on quads. That was calm and calm. Hardest, bro. You gotta give Fezco ratings, man. Well, no, raising no, a fucking Fezco, lion. Fezco, Fez, he took his eye off the ball, bro. Like he didn't know, he didn't see what was going on around him. He took his eye off the ball. And yeah, that's he, why he was, that happened. He, he was thinking about something else. Oh, well, because of somebody stitching the house. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he, well, he was, like, preoccupied ment- mentally, right? With the girl? Yeah. Yeah. Go on, go on, go on, man. Call him a simp. No, no, I'm just agreeing with you. Like, I'm backing what you're saying. Yes, yeah, so I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't think we can blame him. I don't blame him. I don't think I blame him. I love this clip, man. Yeah, same. I don't see how anyone can hate him. Also, I want to talk about. The oh, I don't episode. hate him, but I blame him. Like I don't. I, I I think he's a dope, dope, dope person. But like, I just feel like he was distracted a bit. Like other seasons, he's been more on it. Like he's been a mentor almost to like, um, Ro, so Rue and like everyone else. But this season, he he's kind of felt like. Someone going through things, if that makes sense. Can I ask a question? Nah, yeah, he was he was a block for loads of people, and he was always trying to like show Ashtray there's another option. Can I ask and a even, question? Yeah, go on. If you was like a drug dealer, like a, a distro, right? Yeah, and like you got you've been doing this for like say twenty years. Would you give uh, addicts? A whole suitcase full of drugs to sell. No. I think she was smart in that move. She knew it was never going to work, and she could see that straight away. And that's so why she that's made some suggestive things to pay her back. And I think her giving her the thing to give her the calm down. What was it she gave her? Like morphine or something. I think it was her. What, what, what was the point? I don't get it. I and think that's going to be a season three thing. It's going to come back around. Yeah, because she's going to be hunting it down to kill her. Yeah. Yeah, or she's going to have to go in soft front. Whichever yeah. comes first. She either, she either day walks or... And Fezco can't even save her now. Because historically Fezco yeah. has saved her. Wow. It's going to be, it's gonna be bad. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah. Right. Um. Okay. Cool. Um. What was I gonna say? Da, 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 da. I think that's it then. Should we call it a day, guys? Let's wrap it up, baby. Let's see. Alright, man. Have a lovely evening, and we'll catch you guys soon. Ciao. Bye. Bye. The Air Source Podcast.